We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Football Podcast is presented to you by Yahoo Sports Daily Fantasy. Make sure you check them out this week. We got the 250K baller, $10 entry with a $25,000 first place prize pool. Their weekly Yahoo Cup still happening for NFL. Put a lineup in. It's a free roll every week. And if you hit the perfect lineup, you could win $1 million. And with NBA started, they have an NBA Yahoo Cup and some great tournaments this opening week. So check them out. It's Yahoo Sports Daily Fantasy. Welcome back to the Absolutely Epic Early Week Podcast Week eight we've made it we're at the halfway pole dean here dean 78904 if you want to get all technical on me batting first leading off usual suspects it's one travis mangone and note this by the way this will be the last time travis mangone will be fully paying attention because basketball starts this week and he'll be tilting uh from mondays going forward from here as a late night lakers or something like that what up mangone how are things girl worlds yeah, I, I didn't realize that. That's a very, very good point. And yep, probably pretty accurate. Like I got Lakers, I bet them. Uh, they're at. Pl- I got them at plus one, and now they're at minus two and a half. So I jumped on that line early enough. Got the Bulls already on Wednesday against a terrible uh, Charlotte team. Like uh, NBA betting's in full effect. NBA DFS. Been already doing research. Uh, enjoying life, man. Wow, you you were betting Charlotte and the Bulls on Wednesday. <laughs> I gotta be honest, Grant. I uh, I had no idea that Charlotte was playing the Bulls. Did you know this? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, Bulls, Bulls are road uh, road favorites at minus one, man. Uh, all over the Bulls, man. Uh, Hornets are terrible. That that team, uh, Bismack Biombo is the third highest uh, paid player on that team. It, it's an ugly sight. Some would say the Hornets would probably be better off tanking, but that's a whole other conversation. I mean, some people think they should just finish, you know, eighth in the Eastern Conference losing the first round, but uh, I think they should probably tank and try to get a good player and maybe be better in the future. But, hey, uh, let's talk some football. Of course, this is the – First podcast you listen to, not the last podcast you listen to as far as DFS 
It's a first look. We're taking a peek at week eight as far as what's going down in the NFL this week. Again, we concentrate on the main slate, so we don't talk about teams, of course, that are on a bye. So Baltimore and Dallas, not talking about them. Thursday night, Washington, Minnesota, not talking about them either. Monday night game, we don't have to talk about Pittsburgh or Miami, thankfully. Uh, the Sunday night game is a game available on Yahoo, but not on other sites as well. But uh, Green Bay's playing Kansas City. Oh, RIP Mahomes. Come back soon, man. They just stop the season until he gets healthy again. So sad. And no Zion either. I'm uh, falling back to basketball for a second. Uh, Grant, what's going on, dude? How's, uh, how's life yeah, over there in Colorado? That's great. I'm on Miami this weekend. I'm happy. Good. Good things. Life, life, life good. Life good. At least one of us won money last. It was a bad week for your boy. Uh, sponsor site, Yahoo, I won. But not enough to make up for the old losses uh, around the industry otherwise. Things uh, that worked out poorly for your boy. Uh, I trusted Matt Ryan for the first time ever. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't work out well. Didn't. Well, I wouldn't say ever. I probably played him a couple of years ago. And I gave his whole pitch in this podcast last week. At least I think I did. I was talking about how I just want quarterbacks with legs. There's enough quarterbacks with legs. Like, like Gardner Minshew? Yeah, I mean, he's got maybe like one leg. Uh, <laughs> there's a joke there someplace, Garter with his porn stash. He's got three legs. Uh, yeah, so um, no, but like I want the quarterbacks with legs, and those are the ones that you know crushed once again. L. Jacks at the top. Well, actually, one didn't. Oh, Wilson's got some legs. Uh, that was my guy last week in our contest. So of course, once again, Mangone, I am the as you taunted me pre-show. I am this week's loser on the podcast. So I lost money, American dollars. And I will be humiliated on the Twitter machine. So, again, not a good week for me. Yeah, man, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited. My quarterback with legs got it done. Uh, so, yeah, um, you know, happy to see uh, you take the L again this week. And uh, like I said, Dean, uh, looking forward to more L's that you end up taking on this podcast. I, like I said, uh, I'm just rope-a-doping you. I'm, just, I'm, give, I'm letting you get comfortable. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, we're going to close strong. Uh, you know, I'm a closer. You're, you're the rabbit at the front of the race. That's fine. But I'm going to close strong. When we get to the finish line, I'm going to stick my neck out. We'll be just ahead of you. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, Russell Wilson failed me last week. But jumping to the slate, Grant, well, right here, that's a good segue because at the top, we got Russell, you know, DFS. All we care about is this week. We don't care about, you know, last week or the week going forward. But this week, we got Russell Wilson in a dome, you know, facing the terrible Atlanta Falcons who are absolutely putrid. The problem, of course, is he's like the most expensive guy. At least he is. Uh, I'm looking right now on the DK as far as his uh, quarterbacks. He's also the most expensive guy in Yahoo as well. Uh, you know, obviously he's a great play. Seattle likes to run the ball. They're probably going to run the ball because they're probably going to be ahead because Atlanta's most likely going to be without Matt Ryan again. It's Monday night. We don't really know if he's going to play or not. Of course, Ryan got hurt last week. Along with I think he is going to play. The line's currently set at 3.5, so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I saw something like he still may play, uh, and he, I think he walked to the locker room, and the game was, like, over. It was, like, 33. It was over when, when he, when, you know, in the fourth quarter when he left. Edo Smith got banged up for what it's worth. Will Fuller as well. Carry on Johnson. The told David Johnson shenanigans nonsense. Ugh. Uh, Adam Thielen got hurt. They played Thursday night, so we're not really going to talk about that. Maybe Drew Brees comes back, which will be kind of interesting. We're talking about it, I suppose. But, uh, Grant, open it up as far as uh, quarterbacks. What's jumping out for you? I mean, up at the top, we have some pretty, like, they're, they're, they're priced how they should be because they're great plays. I mean, Russell Wilson going up against Atlanta have the highest total on the board. The game projects to be close. Well, Russell Wilson has been fantastic this season, can get done with his legs. 
Sean Watson going up against Oakland. Another high total there projected to win. 28.75 implied team total for Houston. we got Jared Goff going up against Cincinnati. 30-point implied total here. So up at the top, there's great options. I don't know if I need to go up there. Um, Wilson, it could always turn into a run first game. I don't know what he's going to do. Watson probably seems a little bit safer. Goff can absolutely destroy you every single week and just have a terrible outing, even against this terrible Cincinnati team, plus their team that is terrible versus the run. So it's not like Oakland and uh, Atlanta that force you to pass the ball. So I'm probably staying away from the top guys and looking more at the mid-tier. Josh Allen going up against Philly, guy that can get done with his legs. They're a slight favorite. And as we know, like Philly has a trash secondary and Josh Allen's probably going to be airing the ball out a lot. They don't really have too much of a running game. It's not a huge implied team total for Buffalo, but it's still a great spot. Stafford going up against the Giants defense that has not been good this season against the pass. People are going to look at last week, but Viking, like Marvin Jones went off. I don't expect that to continue, but Stafford, I think, can put up a good game, and he's a guy that you can easily pair with any of his opposing wide receivers. We got Winston. It's an interesting one going up against Tennessee. We know he can put up boatloads of points, but uh, it's not really a great matchup. Um, where I, do you know who my favorite guy is, Dean? Do you? I was just getting flashbacks. You mentioned Marvin Jones, and I was thinking of how he dropped that Al Bundy game last week. Uh, you know, flashbacks of the Polk High back in the day. But uh, your favorite quarterback this week? Um, it, you mean it's not Josh Allen versus Philadelphia? Uh, I mean, maybe in raw points, but uh, no, it's. It's, a, it's not Minshew, is it? Uh, no, he's one of my favorite, though. I really like Minshew against the Jets. Oh, don't tell me it's Tannehill. It is Tannehill. Oh. Oh. They have a 25 implied total. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I believe Tampa Bay has the best run defense in the league, Dean. Is that correct? They're very good. Def- they're, they're a pass funnel for sure. Yeah, so uh, we got Tannehill here with a bunch of cheap wide receivers. He's the only real viable guy that you probably want around the 5K range. I absolutely love Tan Hill this week. Going up against the team that has probably given or has given up close to the most amount of points to opposing quarterbacks so far this season. Tan Hill just put up a 300-yard game. He has cheap wide receivers and cheap targets all over the place. They absolutely are going to focus on shutting down Henry. Like we Is this know- where you mentioned Hump Dog or you're not going to mention Hump Dog? I don't think there's a Hump Dog week. Um, I do love Hump Dog. <laughs> Davis? Uh, it's Davis and it's Brown. Like both of them, look at what happened last week. Uh, Brown had eight targets and I think Davis had seven. Um, that's with him only passing 30, 29 times. This is going to be a higher tempo game here. It's going to be one where they're going to rely less heavily on the run. So double digit targets for each of these guys is not out of the realm of possibility. 25 point implied total when they're not going to be focusing on the run means that they're probably going to put up some – Tannehill's probably going to get some touchdowns here. I absolutely love Tennessee this week and love Mr. Ryan Tannehill. By the way, uh, just to check your shorts there, <clears throat> I'm not sure if you're thinking of speak as far as his Yahoo price. Tannehill's 22 bucks over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <clears throat> Definitely messy now. Uh, with that uh, seamless segue, Mangone, you're still with us, right? 
Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, you know, Grant, it brings up really good points about Ryan Tannehill. He's definitely going to be a good option. Listen, if you're over on Yahoo, you're playing 150 lives with that new uh, CSV script they got over there, you know, just, just lock button Tannehill, right? Then you can play all the dudes and uh, call it a day. So there you go. You're, there's no chance you're doing any of that. Why are, you, why are you representing the possibility of doing that? There's no chance you're doing that. I'm just saying if other people want to win money, there you go. That, that's something that could go down. Uh, you don't so want to win money? Nah, nah, man. Save it for some of the other people. I'll take it. I'll take it down on the showdown slates. That's been good. But um, yeah. So uh, yeah, back to the quarterback position. Like I said, Tannehill, really, really good option there. Uh, Josh Allen, definitely probably the raw points guy. I really like. Uh, he, he's a phenomenal option at sixty five hundred. Uh, definitely like him over on DK there. Uh, I like the Matthew Stafford call too. Listen, uh, it's not Carry On Johnson season. Uh, so with it not being Carry On Johnson, it means it's Stafford. Like uh, this Ty Johnson guy, I'm not expecting him to get like just you know out of nowhere be getting like 20 plus carries uh, i think stafford's gonna pass a lot and detroit's actually they're actually uh running a lot of plays uh they're up in the league i think they might be top five in plays ran per game uh so yeah i think this is definitely a spot against this terrible giant secondary you want to be on stafford uh love obviously pairing up with guys like galladay marvin jones but galladay would be the guy I'd definitely go to he seemed like the biggest target share of all the guys and marvin jones i'll, I'll let people chase that from last week i'd rather go to galladay um so, yeah, Tannehill's good. Don't mind Minshew. I think that's perfectly fine. I'm pretty aligned with Grant. I don't think there's anything else I'm really missing here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that Tannehill value is going to be really intriguing this week because, again, that, that Bucks is a, a really nice pass funnel opportunity. Yeah, man, good for cash games of quarterbacks. A lot of times it's like wants versus needs, and it's like I prioritize, you know, getting my just a, a load of touches from good, you know, good backs that are well-positioned over quarterbacks. Yeah, they're all kind of sort of – I don't want to say the same, but they all, you know – you don't necessarily need to get the elite guy and spend all the way up, but if you have the funds, you might as well go for it. Uh, if money wasn't a thing, though, who's your favorite quarterback? Yeah, if money wasn't a thing, ah, man, I mean, Russell Wilson's definitely up there at the top and Deshaun Watson. It's between those two and Josh Allen. I guess if you forced me to pick, I'm going to end up going with Deshaun Watson. Uh, not because, obviously, what Aaron Rodgers did, but I do worry, like, this Atlanta team is just so bad they're going to fold over. We know what Seattle does when they have a lead, and I'm yeah. expecting them to have a lead and run the ball a ton. Uh, I at least know Deshaun Watson, right? He's, uh, you know, he's – He's going to be putting up uh, points and not, not going to be trying to run the ball as much. I, I get it. The one thing I do worry about with Houston is they haven't running Carlos Hyde a little too much for my liking, but uh, I think Oakland is able to put enough uh, pressure on that uh, Houston team where they'll be able to, you know, get the full four quarters out of Watson and everything. Like I said, I just worry a little bit with Wilson about them kind of running Carson into the ground and just being up by so much because I'm not a big believer in Atlanta. I think they're just totally done. That Atlanta line, man, is so brutal. Um, oh, it's, it's so bad. And like you say, uh, Carroll loves nothing more than to be up, like, you know, 12 points in the fourth quarter or something like that and just run the ball every single play. Yeah, I already – He has – go ahead. Yeah, I already, I already pounded the under on that game. Like, I mean, if you expect Seattle to be up, like, I saw the total and I was like, wait a minute, 54 is the total on this game against a Seattle team that loves to run the ball a ton and possibly, you know, no Matt Ryan as the quarterback. Like I said, I, I hit it right away because I thought Ryan wasn't going to be in. But uh, this is just such a good spot for the under. So 54 just seems way too high on this game. Matt Schaub might draw the start. Again, Monday night, we don't really know. We're just kind of guessing. But uh, Schaub, you know, I guess he's a game manager these days, you know, former starting quarterback years ago for Houston. Uh, and that is the I'm, biggest I'm pretty sure he had uh, – did he have a 5,000-yard season? <laughs> I mean, maybe. But all that would do is discredit the – like what the 5,000-yard season is actually, actually – Oh, worked. sorry, sorry, 4770. <laughs> I mean, it's Benji Molina once hit for the cycle, or one of the Molinas. I think it was Benji, which, you know, just tells you how you Well, you're talking about was. one game. I'm talking about a full season where yeah. it was somewhere in the MVP voting. 
<laughs> Grant, uh, as far as totals, you know, we have Seattle, Atlanta's 54, uh, Houston, Oakland, 51, Detroit, the Giants, 49. You know, not a ton of, you know, totals are jumping off the board. Again, if you guys are playing Yahoo Thursday night, uh, not Thursday night, but Sunday night, Green Bay versus Kansas City, that's got a 48 total. That's an interesting game as well. But, you know, as far as, uh, you know, I know we're talking about positions right now, but is there a game or two that just kind of jumps out for you that maybe uh, is appealing from a game stack perspective? I mean, outside of Tennessee, of course. Um, <laughs> it's Detroit and Giants. Um, Detroit and Giants, uh, probably the Tennessee game. I mean, realistically, they have, what, the fourth highest total on the board. Um, and then Seattle, Atlanta. Like, those are the only three real game stacks that are st- jumping out of the board uh, that aren't just sneaky game stacks. Like, the sneaky one is Tennessee, Tampa Bay. Like, we yeah, know that's, that's not crazy. I know I'm making fun of you, but that's not crazy. That's not crazy. It, it, it might be the best one on the board here. Like, tell, tell me why, like, other than the fact that it's Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> yeah. tell me why that game is not a fantastic game stack. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, you, you got talented receivers in the Tampa Bay side. The Tennessee receivers are cheap. I'll give you that. Uh, Corey Gavis is probably the most talented of the bunch. I mean, Brown, he's still not young, obviously. Hump Dog has just got no – uh, by the way, is this a revenge game? Wasn't he – was he a buck? Or am I confusing yes, him with somebody he else? He was, in fact, a Buccaneer last year. First blood revenge game for Hump Dog. Should we tell people who Hump Dog – I think you, you named it over on, on Sunday, so maybe you know all the same listeners. But, of course, that's Adam Humphreys, who nobody – Grant's the only person to my knowledge that actually calls him Hump Dog. Uh, is that what it's on your phone when you, te- when you text him? Yes, when I text him. It is. It in fact comes out as Hump Dog. Is he? Is he? Is he? Is he cousins with um, Mason Plum Dog? Are they? Are they related in some way? The Plum Dog, the millionaire, bring it back to basketball for sure. We're excited to talk about basketball, man. Going, can't wait. Um, is there anything else to say here as far as quarterbacks? It seems. For, oh, how about uh, Drew Brees? Let's have that conversation if he comes back. Uh, he's not like four point five k in Fanduel. I looked. Yeah, oh, I was just. I was just about to check. I didn't I know looked. if you. <laughs> I thought they might have goofed up again. Uh, he's kind of where he should be. Six point three k on DK, and his price on Yahoo I think was like thirty six. Let me go ahead and check thirty six. Yeah. yeah Brees is seven two on Fanduel. I mean that is very low for Drew Brees. That's pretty reasonable, right? Um, it's the Cardinals. Like, uh, yeah, you definitely. I mean, that's – yeah, I mean, listen, you can play Baker Mayfield against New England at 7,300 or Drew Brees against Arizona at 7,200. I'll take Drew Brees every time. Well, to be it's DFS. You don't have to play one or the other, but I get the point you're making. Yeah. Well, if anyone's playing Baker Mayfield against New England, I will send you a head-to-head with Drew Brees. All right, deal. Recency bias, man, going <laughs> here. <laughs> that New England Patriots defense, you know. Uh, I, have you heard they're, they're crushing season longs? I mean, you know that's a thing, man, going? Yeah, they're 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 pretty good at this thing called football. Do you have them in your in your best balls? There's defense. Oh man, you, you clearly have never played best ball. We should just move on after that. <laughs> I just lost my best ball card. Uh, open up running backs, Mangone. <laughs> yeah, so at the top, running backs like Christian McCaffrey is like the big debate on the entire slate, right? If you look here, he's 9,200 over on DraftKings. Uh, Barkley, 8,900, which is a good spot, but if you're forcing me to pick one, I'm taking CMC with what he's just been doing. But this matchup is really difficult against the Niners. Like, I, I have some concerns here. Um, if I have the money to get to him, obviously I'm going to plug him in, but I don't know. He's not like a jamming guy for me. I guess I'll just go right to you, Grant, because like, I, I don't know how to approach the situation. Like, Are we just playing him and not caring, basically? I, I don't think so. I don't think I'm playing him. Um, like Everyone just gets so dead set on playing him each and every single week. He's 9,200 in a bad matchup. Like I get that he's playing all the snaps and doing all that, but 
why would I not just go down to Fernet and Kamara or Gurley, like, or Le'Veon Bell? Like, there's a bunch of good options. That yeah, are I mean, drastically cheaper. Yeah, Carson's I mean, the, a good play. Yeah, Carson there too, right? Like, it's in case like the the step downs are really interesting. And listen, like, I don't really want to play Todd Gurley. I haven't played him all season, but uh, listen, if Dean was running back there or Crane even running back there against Cincinnati, like, I, running, I feel like you're typecasting these running backs. <laughs> what are you suggesting? <laughs> listen, uh, if, if Trav was running back there. Nah, I mean, if I listen, uh, if it's uh, Jerome Bettis back there, you know, the bus. Uh, what are you I, saying? I, <laughs> You're just doubling down now. And it's Trav and it's like Tariq Cohen back there, but he's slow. Yeah, true. Very true. But um, so anyways, uh, that, yeah, uh, Fournette, uh, that, that's another one I think that's good. Like there's just so many really good options there that you can go to. So um, the, the other interesting thing is like Edmonds is now 6,200, like right next to David Johnson who's 6,400. And like, yeah. listen, like David Johnson is 6,400. I'd be firing away. But uh, the problem is, uh, you know, Edmonds is there. Who knows what's going to happen, right? I think there's going to be too much of a split. And and here's another interesting uh, scenario going down. We have Austin Eckler at 5,900 and I get, Right, it's the Bears. Uh, people think the Bears are good, but they're not good against the run. They've struggled a ton against the run, and we get Austin Eckler. Who, listen, I don't know why the Chargers would even put Melvin Gordon back out there from how bad he's. We well, he paid him. Who cares, man? It's called Is a sub cost. <laughs> well, he no, he he's already getting paid. Somebody right? took business one hundred and one in college. Yes, yes, you're right. So uh, <laughs> I dropped a little sunk cost reference. Uh, Nicely so, done. Well played. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Austin Eckler is definitely a guy that I am uh, I'm kind of intrigued by. I think he's a really, really good tournament play at 5,900. Again, it depends on, like, reports that we get, like, what they're going to do. But I, I just don't see how they could go back to, you know, So, n- not court. to cut you off, but I saw a stat. Uh, don't quote me on this. Uh, I think it was, like, it's three games in a row now. The Chargers have, not, have run for less than 40 yards. Uh, of course, Eckler, you know, it's a receiving part. Receiving yards that are kind of more appealing. And they also lost – I think they lost a guard. They lost an all of their linemen for what it's worth. Yeah, but here's the, here's the beautiful part. Like, we play – we like Eckler because he's PPR guy. Like, that's DraftKings. Yeah, PPR. I dropped the qualifier. You heard the qualifier. That was then I voiced that, right? I guess I didn't catch it, but uh, keep going. Yeah, By the way, Dean, CMC, Melvin yeah, Gordon didn't get paid. What do you mean? He reported. Okay, no, well, yeah. Well, he's 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 getting paid, but not what he wants to get paid. He's, he's not getting no brown money. Pay. I can look at his contract, and he's getting paid. I don't know. It says he's seeking $13 million. Hey, hey man, going as, as a Boston Celtic fan, how excited are you about Jalen Brown's oh, contract? Gosh, yeah. <laughs> oh, four years, $114 million. I saw that, and I was like, man, like, this guy better be really good. Like, I mean, he better be hitting spoiler, his – Spoiler alert, man, going. <laughs> I know Jalen Brown's not that good, but, like, I was just, like, talking to someone. I was like, you know, maybe Kyrie Irving leaving will help. Maybe he took the next step this offseason. I'm just trying to talk myself into the reasons why it could be good, even though I know it's a terrible idea. Yeah, what what is it? The five steps of like reasoning and depression and whatever, but the acceptance. It's okay. Right. We 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 have eighteen year old Jason Tatum, so it'll be all good. He's still eighteen, right? They, he's like they cryogenically frozen him, and uh. Well, Dean, you you only know players when they're nineteen, right? Triple J, I think it's Triple J is no longer nineteen. Why are we talking about basketball? This is a football podcast, guys. Stay on task. Yeah, Dean, you brought it up. Um, yeah, the tricky part with CMC, is, especially from a, a DK perspective, he's the most he's ever been the entire season in the worst possible spot. And the step-downs are all pretty positive. But Barkley kind of got dinged last week, assuming he's fine. I prefer him in the Dome for cheaper against Detroit. We talked about, uh, you know, Carson against Atlanta should absolutely get 25 more touches again, if not more. You know, Fournette can get 25 to 30 touches against the Jets, who are, well, we saw New England beat up on them. The Arizona situation as far as, you know, Johnson versus Edmonds, I don't know what to say on Monday. We got mixed reports on that where – 
the only time that Johnson was in the game was like when Chase Edmonds was throwing up on the sidelines or something like that. Uh, they said that, you know, it was an emergency situation, but Johnson was in there in the first or second series. So that wasn't really an emergency. And I also saw that maybe it had something to do with the fact that uh, the field was wet and then that they got like some jitters and said, you know, let's just keep play it safe with Johnson. Who knows? But I will say uh, Yahoo specific Chase Edmonds is 16 bucks. Uh, also, Latavius Murray, 18 bucks against Arizona on Yahoo. If Kamara doesn't go, uh, Latavius Murray, the pride of UCF. Uh, we're rolling with that, right, Grant? Uh, I mean, if Kamara doesn't go, I think he's going to go, though. Is that official? No, it's it's Monday. Do you really think it would be official? Dude, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I, I, as far as I Well, he's, he's questionable. The thing is, like, they, they know they want him for playoffs. I don't think they mind, like – you know, even if Kamara gives it a go, they might not run him out there like crazy. Uh, the price is 6200 on Murray on FanDuel and DraftKings 5800 He's definitely interesting, but we definitely need uh, Kamara status. Big New Orleans also has a bye week uh, the week after this week. So my guess is that the smart move is New Orleans sits Kamara and gives him two extra weeks. That, that's just my thought. But, but how are they going to beat this Arizona Cardinals team then? I mean, uh, I'm told that running backs don't matter. Uh, and especially if you get a running back from UCF, that's an upgrade instantly. So why would you not just roll with Latavius Murray? He was solid last week. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you a cheaper guy. Uh, James White, 5,100 against Cleveland. I think that's a, an amazing spot for him. Uh, it, the PPR is so good. He's just been so consistent all year. Uh, I think James White's a really, really uh, solid cash game play, even at that price. Like, he's just solid for double digits, and he might be able to help fit in some guys. So, uh, you know, James White's really good. I don't know what we're going to do with Ty Johnson. Like, is that actually going to be a thing that we do this week? He was on the field for two-thirds of the snaps last week, and that's what carry on taking some snaps as well. So he was the clear, you know, uh, default, bell cow, whatever you want to call it. So uh, if he can get 75 to 80% of the snaps against the Giants, yeah, I'm certainly interested. Wait, I, I don't think that he – like, people are going to flock to him because of what placement running backs have done recently. First of all, they're going to cut down on the total amount of runs. McKissick's the third down guy, and he's going to be used more. Um, and Johnson's not that cheap at 4900 like, you can get Coleman or Burita going up against Carolina, who has been not great versus the run so far this season. Like, or you can just go up to other bell cow guys and go with Phil Lindsay there against Indiana or Indianapolis for 5,800 or 5,600. Eckler at 5,900. Jacobs at 5,800. Devonta Freeman at 5,500, who prior to getting thrown out this last <laughs> weekend and being a complete and total blowout, he was getting 20-plus touches a week. Uh, he punched my team right in the face along with Matt Ryan. Yeah, you and me both. <clears throat> um, yeah, well, I mean, the, the Johnson thing, he got a ton of snaps. And, like, we'll have to see how that develops as far as Alex snaps works, as far as McKissick as well. And it looks like Johnson carry-on is going to be out once again. Again, this is Monday. We don't really know. Uh, but I do think he's kind of sort of interesting going forward. Uh, in a matchup there against the Giants, I, I think it's a pretty good spot for sure. The tricky part you mentioned there with Grant is those San Francisco guys are just kind of split in the backfield. And I assume they had a ton of carries la this last week because the field was a mess. They probably both probably got a good share because that game ended like in two hours and 30 minutes because it was just all runs. What was it, like 9 nothing or something goofy? It was yeah, silly, it was right? Yeah, 9 nothing, And they only had like um, 20 pass incomplete. It was something silly. <laughs> 20 carries for Coleman, 62 yards, eight carries for Brita, 35 yards. And, uh, yeah, the passing game on both sides was an absolute disaster. You really can't read too much into that. And, obviously, they're going to throw the ball a little bit more uh, going forward. Hey, man, going, you mentioned White. Do we think that uh, Burkett's going to – you're under the assumption that Burkett's going to be out next week, that that's why we would play him? 
Yeah, that would that would definitely play a huge factor into it. Uh, but who knows, right? Uh, it's the Patriots. But I think the price is really, really nice there uh, for him. But yeah, uh, that Ty Johnson thing. Who knows what's in the what's going to end up happening, man? Like uh, I don't know. I guess the the question I have to ask you guys: is If you had to pick two six K running backs uh, that that are above six K, who are the guys you would like build around? Because like I, I'm struggling to figure out who it is. I think it'd be maybe Carson. Yeah, Carson might be one for me, and then like. It's maybe Fournette. Like, I just don't know if I'm paying for McCaffrey. Uh, what about you, Grant? Who are the two guys you got? Paying for up at the top? Well, no, just like 6K and above. Like, who are the guys that, like, if you were building 150? It depends on weather construction. Like, they're all in play. And like, it, it, we'll talk receivers in a second, obviously. It's Bell and it's Fournette. Okay, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't as high on Bell. Uh, do, do you like Bell? Yeah, I mean, some would argue he's got a nice price there on DK, 6.9K. But, I mean, I'll pay $100 more for Carson. If you want to lock that in right now, I'll take Carson over Bell, Grant. And then go and take somebody around the, uh, you know, the general area. Um, I, I, I just think this week is, like, so – I just think this, this week is so up in the, uh, up in the air more. It's running fluid. Back it's Monday. We don't know. We're, we're not yeah. going to hold you to these picks. It's okay. No, that's, but I'm, I'm just asking. I'm just trying to see where like, – I think uh, it's been, like, one of the more wide-open weeks from, like, 6K and above at running back. At least that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, I would love CMC. I don't know if I can get him, though. I like Barkley as well. I don't know if – and, again, the step-downs look pretty solid just, out, you know, out, out the on the first look with Fournette. And Gurley against Cincinnati should be fine in theory. He didn't go back to getting 90% of the, of, of the share as far as runs, but he got, like, uh, what, like 60 or 70% of the snaps, and they were blowing the game out, so maybe that affected his snaps as well. Uh, Henderson was getting some as well. I'm not sure if Brown's going to come back or not, but – if nothing else, that's a good matchup against Cincinnati. It just looks like a team that's completely given up uh, traveling to the West Coast. Uh, anything else here of note, Grant, that's uh, worth throwing out here in a first look? Like, I don't mind Mac. He seems okay, but if I land on him, it's fine. Don't need it. Uh, Henry, I prefer him against a team that's uh, more, you know, a little bit more vulnerable to the run. That's not so much Tampa, and he doesn't catch the ball so much. Uh, Jacobs crushed last week for what it's worth, and Murray, again, if it's his backfield against Arizona, uh, I know the price got hiked up a bit, but – you got to like that in the dome there at home, you know, big home favorite against Arizona who's going to yield a ton of plays. You got anything else for me, Grant, as far as running backs? You want to open up receivers? I mean, just reiterate, Freeman's a fantastic play, um, especially if Ryan is going to play. And then if you want to go cheap, you can take a shot on Ronald Jones maybe. Um, this is just Monday, just looking at 4,300. Considering what his ownership is probably going to be like – I don't know. I could see him potentially doing something. I need to look into that one more, but something I'm going to be looking at a little bit more throughout the week. But Freeman's a fantastic play. And Bell, like you mentioned, how you go rather go Carson. I mean, they're getting the same workload, Carson and Bell, pretty much. Um, Game script neutral. It's going to be a close game versus Jacksonville. They have the worst run defense in the league. So... Like I, I just really like Bell. Um, yeah, it's not can, a slam dunk. I, I just if you're if you're gonna force me to pick one, I'll take Carson over Bell. That's all. All right. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong on Bell. Bell's fine. Oh, I am so insulted by you, Dean. I can't believe it. By the way, if you scroll down on DK, there's just some weird prices. I'm not saying they're good plays. But like it's just weird to see Montgomery at four four. It's weird to see Nixon at four six. But like yeah. that's where they should be, right, Mangone? Yeah, it's it's weird to see those guys down there, but like I, I said this before, man. Like if you're playing Joe Mixon, like you're 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 paying for that offensive line. Like that offensive line is horrific. Like and, and I said it last week, I'll say it again. Like uh, and and one reason I 
you know, I wanted to play Latavius Murray last week, but I was like, this is my problem. I was like, Latavius Murray is just gross. Like, and it depended on the site you were playing, but like some of the sites are just like, I don't love playing him, especially on DraftKings. I was just like, I don't like that price. That there's better guys that you can play, but ultimately it's like, Hey, like I'm also buying the offensive line. And I kept saying, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to buy the offensive line. And I didn't do it. And it, it kind of bit me. And that was really frustrating. So, uh, you know, offensive lines matter. And I think there's something that we need to take account more and more when we're building our lineups. Boy, uh, speaking of offensive lines battering, uh, Zeke looked really good last night. You know why? One of the reasons. Toronto Smith, was, it, was he back last night? I believe he was. Yeah, yes, his linemen were, were back. He had two tackles were missing the, the game against the Jets. And no wonder Dak Prescott was so bad because two tackles were missing. Like, that's what happens when they're out of the game. It's a disaster. Uh, Ty Johnson, 13 bucks, just three bucks above the floor on, on, uh, on Yahoo. Uh, he could be interesting there if you're looking for a cheapie. Grant, receivers, they're all yours. I mean, up a, up top, there's nothing that I'm really in love with. I mean, Hopkins is definitely fine going up against Oakland. Michael Thomas going up against Arizona. Yes, Peterson's back, but uh, Michael Thomas will still end up getting a ton of ton of volume no matter what. Julio Jones against Seattle in one of the highest scoring games or highest total games on the board. Cooper Cup, I'm just not like – he had that huge stretch of just tons of targets and has come back down to earth. He's going up against Cincinnati, but this game might not be close. Like, not buying into that. Godwin, not an easy matchup versus Tennessee. Lockett, targets is going away from him. It is a good matchup. I'm looking more in the mid-range of blow. I mean, the first guy that I really fall in love with on this list is Kenny Galladay. Um, we saw what happened last week. He, Marvin Jones stole everything. I don't understand it. And I'm still furious about it because I double-stacked – Galladay and Marvin Jones everywhere and it still worked out gr- good but it could have worked out great if Galladay would have just gotten in the end zone instead of one of those with Marvin Jones but in any case yeah Galladay at 6,400 really like that again beginning a massive target share all season long again carry-ons out they're probably gonna rely more on the pass the Giants are not a good defense at all 6,400 seems way too cheap for him um, Keenan Allen against the Bears I could potentially see him doing something here. I mean, he got 11 targets last week. Didn't do a whole lot with him, but I could see him getting a decent amount of volume. Allen Robinson got just a ton of targets last week. I think he had the most targets of anyone last week, although Trubisky's just terrible. But Allen Robinson, like, last four games, 24 points, 28 points, 14 points, 12 points. Like, he's been playing well. He's still only 6K here. Uh I think you could potentially look against him. He might be shadowed by Hayward, but I still don't care. Robinson's going to get tons of volume. DJ Chark, I think, is a great play going up against the Jets here. Uh, but there's really not too many guys to love. It's mostly the mid-tier. And then Marvin Jones, again, same scenario as Galladay. A Golden Tate going up against Detroit isn't a bad option if Shepard's out. And John Brown going up against this terrible, horrible, no good, very bad Philly secondary. I really like him. We haven't really seen him go off for a massive game yet. Like, he had a chance this last week, but the quarterback missed him yeah, for a 50-yarder, unfortunately. Hey, Mangone, I'm not sure if you're listening to those names. Uh, two of those guys were one and two as far as the air yards this last week. They crushed it. One at 209, one at 170. The next guy, Julio Jones, at 139. Who are those two guys? 
I, I was totally blanked out writing my blog, as you'd say. So uh, I was. <laughs> Are I was, you playing Fortnite? I know you're excited about the new season of Fortnite. No, no, you're. I, someone was messaging me about tight end, and we were talking tight end, and then I was talking Austin Eckler. I was all. You're talking about like, tight ends on a. Or you're talking about, what kind of tight ends are we talking about? The Saquon Barkley type, or what? What a tight end or football? Or, uh, what the are you fo- talking about? The football ones, the football ones. But uh, yeah, someone brought up a good point in one of my chats, and you they're know, like in there on Twitter. Listen, uh, but uh, yeah, no. He should probably pay, pay more attention to his job. <laughs> so, Why are you talking about tight ends on Monday night? Who is asking you this? Like, how uh, is this happening? Dean, yeah, listen, like, like Tuttle on his show, like Tuttle has his show with the uh, the secret chat. I got my own secret chat I'm talking with, Dean. So, uh, Who are you yeah, talking well, about, Zach Ertz? Uh, no, man. Well, well, listen, let's tease it. Let's, let's wait till we get to tight ends, man. Uh, we'll talk about them then. But uh, what, what were you asking about the receivers? My, my bad. Yeah, so one and two as far as air yards this last week. Uh, you know, Grant ran off a bunch of receivers. He did a hell of a job throwing some names out there. You weren't listening to him, unfortunately. But uh, And this guy we talked about last week, I think, as well, too. Uh, and this is one of those – it depends on where you're shopping. Uh, we're getting a discount. Now his offense kind of stinks. He's been uh, a little bit disgruntled in the media. Who am I getting at, Van Gogh? He's cheaper than he normally is. Hopefully you're listening to this part. I'm kind of building it up. You should be throwing out a name my way. He's probably cheaper than he's been the entire season, I want to say. We played him a lot earlier in the year, but more and more parts of his offense has come back, despite the fact they're not doing very well of late. Mangone? Yeah, I'm trying to figure this one out. Grant, uh, really? come on. Grant knows it. Steal. How? It's Keenan Allen. Yes. Come oh. on, man. I didn't know he, I, I didn't know who the squeaky wheel guy was. I didn't know he's – I mean, he is 6,400. He's really cheap, yeah. Um. I didn't know he had like a squeaky wheel going on. I must have missed that. Well, he was up. He was basically saying on Twitter that, uh, like, we keep losing like terrible ways, basically. Or something. Yeah, I, I, I saw him. I saw he said that last week. Did he say it again? Like, did he? Well, did he probably it? because they lost in another completely, absolutely absurd way. The only the Chargers. It's got to be tough being a Chargers fan. Also, oh, it is. Team. Oh, you are. Sorry, Grant. Is that true? I, well, a lot of my friends are. I am, but to a lesser extent, <laughs> they're one of my favorite teams. But yeah, they. It's rough. It's rough stuff. One of your favorite teams. You're like the big T with his favorite basketball teams. Well, um, I, I, I lived in L.A. for many years, Dean, if you weren't aware. I was aware. Uh, I follow you on the uh, Instagram. Um, do you? So, no. Do you have an Instagram? I do. Okay. It's 2019. <laughs> Trev, you, I'm assuming you have an Instagram. No, man. Two guys on this podcast don't have Instagram. You are the, you're the big dummy right now. You're the big, big dummy with the Instagram. The only thing I do for Instagram is I go on there to look at the ads that they have directly for me. Oh, I thought you were saying something totally different. So applicable. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you're going to go with that. No, I, I, I think Instagram's good, but, uh, you know, I just – I don't post a ton of pictures. I'm not have you been to the guy. soccer stadium to watch uh, the Chargers, Grant? I don't live there anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know you moved. I thought you know, you're always a – you know, you're a vagabond. You're always kind of like a all-over-the-place thing at random places. I figure you pop in every once in a while. But the point I was getting at is Keenan Allen last week, he had 11 targets, 209 air yards. Like the box score wasn't great. You know, four catches or 61 yards is meh. But, I mean, Hunter Henry was great too. And, of course, they lost some of their linemen. And we talked about earlier – how they're really scuffling as far as uh, running the ball. Um, yeah, and Allen, you're getting a built-in discount, at least on, on DK. This is as cheap as he's been the entire season. I, I, I get the Henry's back, and I get – you know, Williams is kind of cheap too, and he's been all right as well. And I don't necessarily want to be married to, to a lot of guys in the Chargers offense at the Bears, but, you know, uh, sometimes the, the price kind of points you that direction. The second guy, by the way, is a Bear uh, that uh, Grant was mentioning. That's Allen Robinson. Robinson had 16 targets, uh, 10 catches, 178 air yards, Van Gogh. You getting, you getting excited about that? 
Yeah, man. The the pants definitely drop for air yards. Uh, I'm in on that. And listen, Allen Robinson, like he has been, he's been really, really good this season. And Mitch Trubisky has like targeted him a ton when he's been in there. So uh, if Mitch is in there, uh, I'm definitely in on Allen Robinson. That price at 6K, it's pretty cheap. So uh, I think that uh, that little mini stack right there, again, this total, it's not really the biggest total in the world, right? You pull it up to 40 total, but uh, I don't mind this game, man. Maybe do like a little Phillip Rivers, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, and run it back with Allen Robinson. Uh, I think, I think the, uh, the pants are sliding off right now thinking about that. Yeah, and it's a 40 total. I never say that. They can very easily go right back on once that game starts. It could be really ugly for sure. Um, yeah, the Erickson, uh, the Tyler Boyd, Freaky Friday last week was not fun if you had a lot of Tyler Boyd. Boyd is now super cheap at the Rams. Well, Boy, Boyd, Boyd still had 14 targets like, uh, you, like yeah. last week. You still want to be in on Boyd. Uh, I think he's like got a dumb – like Fanduel's like crazy. They have 5,600 for Tyler Boyd. Like I don't know yeah. what they're doing over there. Fitzgerald, I know he's been really bad, but he's got like a dumb price too on Fanduel. Like none of those guys moved. Like 5,400. Well, Fitzgerald's been there. terrible. Let's just say that. He's not been good. I know, but he's like just uh, – it's – yeah, I, I, maybe he's just dust. Maybe he's just old. That's what the kids say on the Instagram. They they say dust. That's yeah, what says. maybe maybe that's the case, but uh, I don't know. It's just uh, it's such a nice price, and the, all the uh, you know all of the the plays being run in that game. They love to throw the slot. Larry Fitzgerald's on all the slot stuff. It's so tough, but um, yeah, Fields got a lot of cheap receivers in that five k range. I think a lot of the construction is going to go that way uh, for sure. Yeah, and you talk about those targets for Boyd. Not all targets are created equal. His targets are created poorly because they're like eight yards to his left, nine yards over his head. Uh, you know, they're not necessarily on target per se. Do we have any cheap receivers you like here, Grant, at least on a first look? I mean, it depends on what you're talking about is cheap, but I think regardless of it, yes. Yes, we do. I mean, so Boyd is 5,100. Uh, he's going to be shadowed by Ramsey, so – it's more of a tournament play. DK Metcalf going up against Atlanta. Um, should crush. Got nine targets last week. D.D. Westbrook, 4,500. Got nine targets last week. Like him. But we've already kind of mentioned it. My favorite guys are Corey Davis and A.J. Brown. Um, incredibly cheap at 4,400 and 4,100. You can stack them up. They got eight, seven targets, respectively. They're going to be passing the ball more likely this week, going up against a team that funnels to the past like they're absolutely fantastic plays love both of them and you can even even go with hump dog there at 3900 dean as you like to say <laughs> i don't like to uh, say that <laughs> um like Tannehill, you if you look at one game sample size then i think humphrey's only had a 14 percent target share this last game but with Tannehill in the game the week before and a revenge narrative like you can get the entirety of this receiving core for 12.4K and get McCaffrey, get all those. I don't suggest using three of these guys, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if they all crushed value this week. And then Jaron Brown, not someone I generally like to play, but he's. Jaron Brown? Same thing. Uh, okay. What did I say? You said, I say? At least I heard Jaron, but I, I thought I was like, I wasn't aware of a player. But go ahead. Um, but, yeah, still got six targets last week, five targets the week before. He's getting more involved in this offense. He is going up against Atlanta, which, I mean, anyone can crush. I should also probably say is Atlanta has struggled versus guys that can just stretch the field. Uh, look at what Fuller did, and DK Metcalf is one of those guys that could potentially do that. So, Brown and Metcalf are two guys that I think you can look, look at. Everyone's going to go to Lockett, but I don't think that that's necessarily the best play. Um, even though he very well may end up with a big game and should. I like all the wide receivers to them. So it's basically, yeah, I love Tennessee and Seattle wide receivers. Fun fact. Mangone? 
Yeah, so I think Kenny Stills with the whole Will Fuller situation going on, I think Kenny Stills is a guy that's in play. Don't mind Jameson Crowder against the Jaguars. Uh, I think that he could obviously be a bounce-back candidate uh, as long as Sam Donald, uh, you know, has figured it out. <laughs> Who knows? Well, he He's out there singing Inky and, week. Inky and Blinky and all the ghosts out there and Clyde. Yeah, so that, that's the one worry. Uh, Christian Kirk, if he plays at 4,700, he can definitely be intriguing. D.D. Westbrook against the Bad Jets secondary, like him at that $4,500 price tag. Here's another one. Uh, you know, this is uh, a guy that you guys uh, like. Uh, Dean, you've, you've taken him before in our game. Mr. Cole Beasley against the Eagles, He's right? probably cost me. I probably lost dearly because of Cole Beasley. But I continue. believe that he got a touchdown this last week, didn't he? Um, he had, yeah, he had a touchdown, uh, six, six targets, uh, three catches for 16 yards. Uh, Hell but yeah, out there. yeah, but, uh, listen, Cole Beasley could definitely be uh, really interesting against the Eagles there. No, uh, so, yeah, he is. Uh, D- Dean, like I said, if you and Crane were out there, you know, catching passes, uh, <laughs> you know, Grant's back there throwing dots. Uh, I'll take, I'll take that against the Eagles. Crane ain't throwing dots. He's eating dots. <laughs> that was my favorite line from this podcast. Dots are gross, by the way. Don't eat dots. They're not good. You're um, right. Team Snowcaps. But um, I'm, I'm just picturing like a movie theater candy for some reason. But yeah, I'm, listen, I'm going to give you the cheat code, Dean. Uh, this is, you know, lean in on the mic. This is this is the gold right oh, here. No. This is Whisper why you tune me. in. Whisper to me. You play the Thursday-Monday slate, okay? And you play that Johnson dude for the Vikings. 3K minimum. Play the Monday-Thursday slate, the Thursday through Monday. Play the Johnson dude, number two receiver, 3K. is a cheat code. Just get you everything. The get Johnson you- dude? Yeah, I don't know what his name. Oh, I can't say his name, dude. Allah, I think it's like Aladius or something. I don't know how to say his name. Here it is. Olabasi. Olabisi? I don't even know. But just play that dude. He's 3K against the Redskins. He got like six or eight targets last week. I forget what it was. But it's it's a 3K value play. Like, it's hard to not play those guys. Like, Lazard was a 3K value play that I played last week. Sure, I, I, didn't, I didn't end up having the greatest day on DK, but – um, it helped me jam in a lot of players. And when you get a significant 3K value receiver like that, it's really good. And everyone always says you were one of those. You were Lazard donkey this last week. You played Lazard in cash. First of all, Lazard was not a donkey play. If it you were was paying, a donkey play. No, if you were paying attention to news and you saw Ian Rappaport's tweet 20 minutes before lock. Ian Rappaport's bats like he, he's like one like 10 percent correct. Ian Rappaport is it Rappaport the guy's always wrong? Yeah, Rappaport is definitely so Rappaport's hit rate isn't the best. But my combo was <laughs> my combo was Chris Carson and Mike Williams or it was Dalvin Cook and Lazard. And Lazard ran the most most routes of any Packers receiver, so suck it, Dean. Well, you didn't know that. I have it right in front of me, actually. It's funny you said it because I was looking at the Yahoo Sunday night game, and Lazard is – uh, he ran 85%, uh, you know, as far as snap count. Kumaro, 72%. Allison, 57 MBS, 33%. Uh, those donkeys, but like, people played MBS – Oh, fully tilted. But, hey, well, you know, I'm just bitter because it was a rough week for me. <laughs> hey, it's DFS. You know, whatever happened last week, we got a blank slate. We can start all over again. Uh, Grant, chime in here. Any thoughts as far as these names that Mango's thrown out there? I mean, I didn't really care for most of it. I don't think he threw anyone out there. He literally just – He's just bragging that he played Lazard like a donkey. Yeah, no, I, I – I, what do you mean? I listed a bunch of guys. Were you not listening? I talk- No, not, not long last time. <laughs> you whispered to a guy named Johnson. I, I, I talked about Stills. I talked about Kirk. Yeah. D.D. Westbrook, Cole Beasley, who you commented on, so I don't know what you're doing over there, Grant. I mean, let's be honest. Again, I'm fully not paying attention. <laughs> He's talking about tight ends to his friends. Guys, why aren't we talking about any of the Cincinnati wide receivers? <laughs> we, first of all, we have, and secondly, not they're Boyd, terrible. Not Boyd, but Tate and Erickson are – Oh, come on. You're, you're chasing Erickson? Well, so think about it. Who's going to be shadowing Boyd? 
Dude, you have to be able to throw the ball and get a pocket. But, yeah, whatever. Erickson had a great game last week. But, you know, well, I, I mean, either Erickson or Tate could go off for a decent game. They're likely to be coming from behind the majority of the game here. Um, the spread set at 13, so they're going to be passing the ball. They can't run the ball. Mixon is averaging less than one yard per carry. So what we have is over the last two games, he's that's so bad. Yeah, ten. Uh, just it's just ridiculous that two straight weeks, ten carries for two yards and eight carries for ten yards. Yeah. So they're not going to try and run the ball, and this game script does not favor running the ball. Boyd is going to be shadowed by Ramsey. Boyd isn't a good enough wide receiver to really do anything. So where is everything going to go? Boyd is the goat. Boyd the always punter. the punter's the best player for Cincinnati. I mean, that might be fine, but uh, we don't Here, care about how good they are. Here's the thing, Grant. Grant, is Jalen Ramsey going to follow Boyd into the slot? Because Boyd does get slot work. I can't remember. I think – What did he do last week? He's, a, he's on a new team, obviously. So, like, I guess mm-hmm. that sort of matters as well. I think and he just shadowed Julio, which Julio went out of the slot. But also he's getting re- more incorporated in this offense. He's going to yeah. have another week of practice under his belt. But I still think likely, especially in this matchup, when's the Rams bye week? They might, I don't know. Maybe they already had one. Um, I think it's nine. This makes for great. Okay. Um, but in any case, like, I have to assume that Ramsey's mostly going to shadow Boyd because there's no point in him being wasted on either Tate or Erickson. And he's still getting acclimated to the uh, playbook. So, I mean, this is Monday. This is an early week podcast. But uh, Erickson or Tate could go for a massive game, and they're super cheap. Why are all the guys I love – Three and a half to four and a half K. This is not going to go well for me. There's also like no touchdown equity there. With with Erickson? Um, Anybody in Cincinnati. This, 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 this is probably the part in the pie where we go to tight ends. <laughs> I mean, they're projected for two touchdowns. So Or five field goals. <laughs> honestly, I didn't do – they get close to six field goals. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, but in any case, like – we want full-point PBR sites. Erickson and Tate are going to get volume if Ramsey does, in fact, cover Boyd. The Rams secondary outside of Ramsey is not good right now. It is not good at all, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, why – like, Erickson or Tate could do something. Dalton at one point was a serviceable quarterback, and, yes, they have a trash line. That just means quicker <laughs> passes. Okay, so when – What's the lowest amount of passes Dalton's thrown this season? Well, they're always probably playing from behind, so he's probably thrown a good bit. You know, with again, not all throws are created equal. He's not nearly as efficient as a guy like Russell Wilson. That's fine, but when he's throwing to a guy that's thirty-seven hundred and forty-one hundred, forty-two hundred, and he's throwing to them ten times in a game, like doesn't matter how bad the targets are, ten targets for thirty-seven hundred or forty-one hundred is way too cheap. Dalton hasn't thrown less than 36 times this entire season. And he's probably going to be throwing a ton here. So I don't care if they're trash targets. If Ramsey does shadow Boyd, then Erickson or and or Tate should end up with a 15-point game. All right, man, going. We got to lock uh, Grant in here. He's got to pick one of these receivers, right? I mean, dude, I'll, I'll take my boy Ola Bossy Johnson. <laughs> well, no, no, he's not even the main stop. You can't take that. First of all, you can't pronounce the guy's name. That right there, you're disqualified. Second, no, I'm, I'm taking him. Slate. Why can't I take him? No, Grant, he's got to be the main slate. I, I want my loyal. Yeah. I want my loyal listeners to Trav, jump in on Trev. <laughs> you're the only one that doesn't make bold calls. 
You are the biggest shock donkey on this yeah, podcast. He plays These are supposed Lord. to be bold calls. Back in the day, it used to actually have to be bold. Yeah. You've got, you can't just get whoever you want. Grant's the OG from this pod. He knows the rules. All right. I can. I, can I was make the one it. that created the rules. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I can make a bold call. Don't worry. Grant, do, uh, do you want, do you want uh, Erickson or Tate, Grant? I'd rather no. have A.J. Brown. Oh, why, why, what is going on? <laughs> Let's move on to tight ends, like I said. So what else is listening right now and going, Mango was right, let's move on to tight ends. Well, you have the tight, the tight end cheat code, by the way, because you're talking to your boys that have the, uh, the secret to tight ends this week. So uh, spill it. You, you teased it earlier. Tell us what's going on as far as tight ends. Uh, it's not really a cheat code, but, I mean, I just think it's a, I think it's a massive week for Kittle. Like, uh, I, it, I think the Niners are going to obviously use him a ton. This is going to be one of those really competitive back-and-forth games. Uh, I love Kittle here in this spot. I think he's, like, probably my top GPP play. I'm going to load up on him. I think people could get a little nervous about playing him and just want to go to some of these other guys. I just think Kittle's too good of a play. Like, I, I'm probably going to load up on him. On Do you find the money for him in cash, though? Like, no, cash I don't think we do, but if the money falls to me, sure. Like, I'm fine with it, but I just think tournaments, he's such a strong play. Like, Kittle hasn't really had that massive game yet, and, like, Shanahan's a wizard, right? He'll, he'll find a way to make it uh, – he'll find a way to get the guy involved. Like, I'm expecting a, an explosion spot for Kittle. And last, because he doesn't count, because the, the, the field was a disaster, and, like, he couldn't run his normal routes, I presume, and they just ran the ball a ton. So, yeah, well, like, like, like he right? – yeah, like, I mean, he's had some solid weeks, but we haven't seen, like, that, like, blow-up week. And I think, uh, you know, as everyone says, the Julio eruption spot, this is the uh, this is the Kittle and Bits eruption spot. Well, how about the Kelsey eruption? That's not coming, right? He's $22 on Yahoo, which I think is the cheapest we've seen him all season long. But, of course, his quarterbacks – do quarterbacks matter, Grant? Well, well if, if, Grant goes the, if Grant goes to the game next week, then Matt Moore will start. So, it depends <laughs> if Grant goes to the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Son of a biscuit, Matt Moore. Yeah, good job. I go, I'm so excited to go to watch Mahomes. Like, I don't like going to games in real life, but it's Mahomes. I'm like, all yeah. right, I've got to go. It's on a Thursday night. Doesn't interfere with my work. And then Matt Moore, who <laughs> likes to play NCAA football on game stations as himself. Is this, is this true? I'm not aware of this story. No, it's not, I, I just, no it, it's not true. But he used to my, – my buddy – Knew That's, him and Dean, he, Dean, 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 you've heard this story on the pod. Like, I think, yeah, Grant has mentioned this. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, I must have been talking about tight ends to my secret to <laughs> your secret <laughs> chat. Oh, um, man. you know who's really uh not slowing down, boys, as far as tight ends? I mean, this is what you should have been talking about is Waller. You guys aren't talking about that in your chat, uh, Mango? No, I thought you meant Saquon Barkley because I mean, it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Waller's fan. He finally got a touchdown last week. In fact, he, he got, got two. two. But the dude's getting a massive equity share in targets. Um, he's putting up points on a week-in, week-out basis. The guy has two 30-point games so far this season. Actually, two 30-point games in the last four. The problem is I'm not sure this is the right matchup. Uh, Houston definitely funnels targets away from opposing tight ends. Not that he still can't get it done. They won't occasionally put him outside, but – I don't know but if doesn't Trubisky line up as a receiver. I could be wrong on this. I feel he, like he, he does. does he does quite a bit, but I, I just I, I don't know if this is fine. I'll definitely use him, but I'm not in love with him like I was last week. Um, to me, tight end like I'm probably using him quite a bit of Hunter Henry. Uh, Chicago funnels targets to tight ends. If Jared Cook plays, I might be using him because it's Arizona. Um, sure. I really like Delaney Walker, which may be a horrible. <laughs> Horrible idea. Um, But he is going up against one of the worst teams in the league versus the tight end. Um, He was decent at the beginning of the season. (laughs) 
I he mean, was hurt last week, and he didn't. I don't think he got caught a pass. He was forced uh, out of the game. He had an okay. ankle injury. So that, that's one thing keeping me away from Walker. But Hawkinson should be in an increased role now that they don't have carry on. He could potentially get a larger workload here. Still a talented guy. Um, then Darren Fells um, is not the worst idea in the world. Oakland hasn't been great versus opposing tight ends. Fells can still get used in the red zone. He's getting some – like this is just if you a GBP dart if you need cheap – tight end is the worst idea in the world but really like for me it's it's hooper who actually has a decent matchup versus seattle they're going to be passing the ball a lot it's henry who has a good matchup versus the bears for opposing tight ends and should get a large amount of volume and everett has continues to just keep getting targets um you look at the last few game four games 10 5 11 8 targets like the volume's there and cincinnati's not a good team so I'm I, like maybe I'll spend up on Waller and Kittle, which apparently I might have to because all of the wide receivers I want to play are 4K. Um, but like I think it's the like Kittle and Waller aren't fantastic plays; they're just fantastic players. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm just seeing on Yahoo, Kelsey is the fourth uh, most expensive tight end, which is kind of weird to see. He's tied for the fourth most expensive tight end. Hooper, Kittle, Waller, Ingram, same price as Kelsey as well. Henry, $21, $1 short of Kelsey, but they did price up uh, Hunter Henry to some degree on DK, but he still looks like a pretty solid buy, uh, getting a ton of usage there thrown his way. And we talked about Williams. We talked about Allen. I hate to get too much of that Chargers offense, but they're all pretty reasonably priced individually. Uh, anything else to say as far as tight ends, uh, a man going, or shall we just kind of get to our nonsense and get out of here? Yeah, uh, Hunter Henry, uh, I, I like the call with that, with him in the slot. He's getting a ton of slot usage, which is really nice. And uh, listen, I'll stay on brand. I've been like all over the place, like uh, I'm, I'm going to different slates. Uh, you know, if you're playing the Thursday, Monday, bigger Smith, 2,500, a ton of two tight, tight end sets. So there you go. That's your 2,500 play to jam all the dudes. Who was that again? Bigger Smith, man. Oh, I thought you said Baker Smith. I'm like, who's Baker Smith? <laughs> you're saying Big Irv Smith? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, man. Vikings tight end. They ran a ton of two tight end sets. He got six targets last week. Uh, they don't have a ton of receivers there, so they're going to run a ton of two t- tight end sets against a really, really bad Redskins team. Under the assumption that Thielen will be out, right? I assume Thielen's going to definitely be out on a Thursday. That seems to make sense. At least yeah, he's, he's out pretty much. It's pretty much confirmed. Uh, do we talk about defenses, boys? Anything to say here? I mean, it's Monday. What are you going to say? I mean, the defenses don't matter. <laughs> yeah, um, I, 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 I retired from hot take defense plays because that didn't work out the last time. I, I mean, that. it's the Patriots. Yeah, Cleveland's line isn't very good, right? Cleveland's line isn't very good. Baker is, in fact, not very good. I mean, Jacksonville, Jacksonville's in play at 2,900 because, uh, you know, if you're seeing ghosts out there, what, what, what are you going to do? It's going to be ugly. Tennessee's interesting at 3,200 because when Jameis Winston's on the field, anything can happen. The, the Rams defense is interesting because when Andy Dalton's out there with the bad offensive line, anything can happen. Like, that. those, those are all pretty good plays. Yeah, the, the old anything is possible analysis. Kevin Garnett uh, all of a sudden makes an appearance on the pod. Uh, it's defenses, right? The highest variance, and uh, it's it's also hard to kind of give a read because we don't really know who's healthy and who's not going into the Sunday slate. Uh, you have you have a game stack, Grant, in case people are just tuning in now. And I imagine 
You're going to give one last sale, one last sales pitch as far as Tennessee. You do realize this is a podcast, so if they're just tuning in now, it means they've accidentally been playing it for about 45 minutes. Um, it's Tennessee versus the Chargers. Wait, you know what's happened is they, they wanted to click ahead. They, maybe some people just want to hear our nonsense, so they go to the end just to hear the nonsense, or maybe they submitted one of their, an answer to our, our question you know, in the comments, and they want to see if they won themselves a T-shirt. That's possible in theory. That is, in fact, Unlikely. possible. Unlikely, though. Uh, Mangone, any thoughts here as far as game snacks? I think if you're uh, submitting a comment to win a t-shirt here, I think you're a loyal enough listener where you go all the way through. Like, I think that's a, that's a thing, but may, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people well, just... Well, considering we don't put the question until the end, it pretty much they have to. Yeah. But I'm saying... That's you, called you, tease in the business. But, but, but do you think there's someone that says, I'm not going to listen to any of this content. I'm just going to go to the question every week to, to, to type in the comment section when we know there's not a ton of comments and it's not hard to get a t-shirt? I think what happened is once they heard me say hump dog, they said, screw this. I'm going to the end. <laughs> Good old hump dog. I'm not listening to this nonsense. Uh, we, I we, was in until the hump dog. But, we, uh, what are we doing for our bet this week? Are we doing high price running backs or low price wide receivers? Those are the two that you threw out there. Uh, I'm trying to see if I like a low price wide receiver. Um, Your boy Beasley and hump dog. I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't love any of these guys. I feel like I want to have somebody a little bit more that they can kind of stand that, that I actually like to a decent degree as opposed to throwing a dart at one of these terrible receivers. Mango, what's your thought here? Yeah, I, I, I kind of would rather go to the running backs and uh, feel a little better there. Go back right. to Bell. Oh, you're not on Bell, Grant? Yeah, no, I'll take Bell. You take Carson. Who are you taking, Trev? Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. And, uh, you know, Grant may have baited me into making a different style kind of pick, uh, you know, off the board, hot take, right? Not taking some easy play. Um, are we doing point per dollar? That's the first question yeah. I have to ask. Yeah. I don't think I'm a 3K guy now. No, but like, so if it's raw points, I'm going Leonard Fournette. If it's not raw points, I'm going to go Austin Eckler on you for the point per dollar. And I'm going to make a little hot take there, not be a cash chalk donkey and take Fournette. I'm going to go there with Eckler. And I think he's going to have a really big day. So suck it, Dean. I don't know why you love Eckler so much. No, I, I understand the Eckler call. Like Chicago has given up a just boatload of tar- – like they have a 27% target share to opposing running backs. This is a perfect they're, spot for Eckler. They're like they're like top like three and like giving up fantasy points to running backs over like the past like five weeks. Like they, yeah, I mean, he's basically a receiver. I mean, he's, he'll get like, you know, his five or six carries. Maybe. Oh, and this is not FanDuel, right? This is DraftKings scoring where that's pretty good, right? It's good I mean, to be. It's good to be receiving running back over on Fanduel. Game, game in the system, man. Going. I'm just saying, man. Uh, I'm going to beat you with this, and then I'm going to go back to a chalk donkey pick next week, so I can, uh, you know, just say I, I did my bold hot take call. I like know? how we're already resigned to Dean is losing. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm in full tank mode. I'm get, I get the number one pick next year, right? Is that how that goes down? Or, um, by the way, speaking, I want to just backtrack just for a second. Lazard is thirteen dollars on Yahoo, man. Going. Any interest in that? Eh, not really. No? Okay. I feel like Yahoo, there's 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 better plays out there. And I I don't know. I guess, like, it is the Chiefs game and everything, but, like, my, my one worry is, like, the key is running the ball on the Chiefs. Like, it's so easy to do, and they have the perfect mm-hmm. running back to do that. Like, Aaron Jones is going to absolutely smash. So, uh, you're the playing best. the Yahoo slate, uh, Aaron Jones really great. I don't know. I think the best guy to probably play in that game, um, I'm going to double-check his price, but, yeah, Jimmy Graham, 14 bucks. He's going to crush against this Chiefs team. Jimmy Graham has not crushed since like 1972, man. I mean, he got 15 points last week. He got 15 points. That's four not weeks crushing. Ago. 
Hey, listen, I'll, I'll stay on brand and then go off of, uh, you know, off the slate. So for the Sunday night showdown slate, when you've either won all your money and you're playing it all, or you've lost all your money and you're trying to win it back, play Aaron Jones in the captain and then also put Jamal Williams in there. And also do Jamal Williams in the captain and put Aaron Jones in there. Load up on the double running backs there. So you're saying fun. just uh, 150 lineups, just play every possible combination you can't lose. Yeah, I think I think so that sounds like I read that on Twitter. Again. Yeah, so like, Twitter that must be true. So so this is so this is so this is the rules. Uh, this, this is what you're doing this week, Dean. You're playing the Thursday Monday slate. You're playing Olabasi Johnson, 150 lineups. Who's that again? What Johnson? Olabisi Olabisi Johnson. Olabisi. Uh, <laughs> th- then you're playing the Yahoo slate, 150 Tannehill lineups. Sure. Then you're playing the DraftKings slate. 150 Eckler lineups. <laughs> then you're playing the Sunday Night Showdown slate. You're playing 150 uh, Jones and Jamal Williams lineups. And then I'll, I'll go to Monday Night Football. You're playing 150 Steelers defense lineups against Miami. Then, then I get evicted because I'm out of money. <laughs> I can't pay my bills. <laughs> well, yeah, if, I'm if, crashing. Grant, can I crash in your couch? Is that cool? I mean, that's fine. I've got multiple of them. Listen, as, as Grant taught us pre-show, if you lose, you have all the credit card points. <laughs> This was our pre-show conversation. Um, by the way, if you guys haven't figured it out just yet, this is the nonsense portion of our podcast. Um, what other nonsense do we have here, Grant? Well, let's. Oh, uh, you're the, losing bet. You're losing tweet. Let's save that just for a second because let's give out a T-shirt to somebody. Uh, oh. Grant, the, uh, the question last week. Do you happen to have it in front of you right now? Yeah, it was from Sneaky Snaky. It's not Sneaky Sneaky, actually. Um, the dude was at a bachelor party in. My hotel suite in Venetian. Um, yeah, so they had 10 guys in there, which I've been there before, in this almost exact same scenario, um, <laughs> except for we filled up the bath, bathtub with ice and booze. Sure. Uh, but they all got completely ha- hammered. They, One of them peed on the elevator bu- buttons. Sure, which why wouldn't I, you? Have you peed on an elevator before? I know I No. Have. You think he reads like the 50th floor? Like what kind of aim do you think this guy has? I mean – he put Pete on the belt. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, <laughs> all like depends on, it depends on how tall he is, too. You got, a, you got a fact. There's a lot of factors we probably shouldn't delve into, but continue. Yeah, and so then apparently someone um, peed on the mattress, though, so they threw it out of the door, which makes sense to me, too. Um, tripped over someone sleeping. Yeah, just, just normal Vegas stuff, uh, which – I've been involved in many of these things. We're rewarding debauchery, basically. So sneaky, sneaky, slide into my DMs, uh, hit me up on Rotor Grinders, hit me up on the old Twitter machine. It's uh, at DFS underscore Almanac. Uh, give me your info. We'll make sure you get yourself a T-shirt. Uh, what's the question this week? The people just go ahead and you can get yourself an RG T-shirt. Uh, by the way, there were some good nominees. And, uh, you know, maybe next week, Big Mike, maybe next week, uh, JP Waller 13. Some good, uh, some good stories out there. Unfortunately, you know, we can only give out one. But you guys are also on the podium. Uh, what's the question this week, uh, Grant? What do we have for the people to give out a T-shirt? Ridiculous Uber stories, which if you've listened to this podcast, it's happened to me a lot. Do you have one on layaway that you can share with the people? I mean, we were talking about pre-show. I had my Uber driver take me through Taco Bell, and apparently I spent $30 there. Um, I left my credit card in there, and I called him in the morning like, hey, I think I left my card in your car. Yeah, you did. I'll come over. I, I, it was fun hanging out last night. I'm like, all right. I was there. I'm like, uh, here, I'll give you 10 bucks. No, don't worry. You're great. Like we, we had a great time in the car. We were blasting music. You bought me Taco Bell. Like we had a great time. What like, were you listening to? What music were you blasting, Miley? I don't know. I don't remember half of this. I do remember going through Taco Bell and eating Taco Bell. I don't remember. I, I have a tendency to just when a, 
a great song comes on the radio just to start singing in an Uber. So I've never taken an Uber to like a fast food restaurant. Do you actually plug it into Taco Bell or like you're going home when you say, hey, buddy, you mind stopping at the top of the Taco Bell? I'll hook you up. Yeah, this is before they gave you a set fare. Um, I'm like, dude, you can say no if you want, but um, if you go through Taco Bell, I will buy you literally anything you want. And <laughs> did, he, did he fully take advantage of that? Is that why it was thirty bucks? Or I, it was I think like I just bought like twenty-seven him, and three dollars. I bought him like an iced coffee and a, a fry. I think that's or no, not that's McDonald's. I, I bought him like some sort of maybe it was Baja Blast Mountain Dew, something with caffeine in it because he needed it, and like just a taco or something. I don't drink a lot of soda these days, but Baja Blast. Why is that? Why does it get no respect? That's delicious. It's, it it's, be it's quite possibly the best soda. Why is it? It's exclusive. Exclusive to Taco Bell. It's uh, the PepsiCo, you know, organization, whatever. But why is that not available in stores everywhere? Mango, do you wear Baja Blast? <laughs> yes, I am because I go to Taco Bell like Grant, and I appreciate Taco Bell like Grant. So you also uh, like the nacho fries, though. It's terrible. delicious. Whoa, the nacho fries were solid, man. I mean, listen, they weren't like the you know they're not like the first thing on the list, but uh, you know. Nacho fries just, aren't I'm, bad. I'm not a big fan. I'm just ready to get to Dean's losing. Tweet. I'm just stalling. That's why I'm asking questions about Taco Bell. I've never had the nachos before. Taco All right. Bell, just, Are you ready for me to read off your te- tweets, Dean? So we should tell the people. If you want to win a T-shirt? Uh, you know, leave a comment here. You know, you'll see the Rotor Grinders. It's in the, you know, on the RG page, obviously. Give us your best Uber story. It doesn't have to be like Taco Bell or food related or Baja Blast related. Just your best random Uber story. Do you happen to have one, Mango? And I feel like you're not a big Uberer. Dean, quit stalling. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big Uber guy, so we can uh, we can move on and head all over right. to what, your dude, losing. Why can't I stall? All right, fair enough. Um, all right, so first, you have three options because I'm nice this week. Um, first one is on my way to the local CVS last night, on my way to buy some zesty Doritos. I saw a nice squirrel pounding off next to a trash can. Spent the next 15 minutes watching and cheering him on. Never been more proud of a Monday night outside of the new stain on my jacket. Um, <laughs> Why am one. I wearing a jacket? <laughs> Dude, it, it, how hot is it over in Nashville? I got to assume it's like 40 degrees. I wear a hoodie, but like that would, that would just make the story more real. <laughs> but of course, none of that's real. I've been to CVS. Actually, it's a local CVS that I, I visit. And you've watched a squirrel pound off. Second tweet. Um, apparently, I need to hire a new interior designer for my apartment. I invited a nice lady over for some Fortnite and some zesty Doritos Locos Tacos. And she left in a fit after she spotted my ludicrous fat head on my wall next to my lube and tissues. Guess I'm spending another night alone with Luda. Oh, well. And then Why did th- she hate Ludacris so much? I think she... <laughs> Didn't like how you had lubes and tissue. The combination of the two. And then you invite her over for Doritos, Locos Tacos, and Fortnite. Mangone invites girls over for Fortnite, I'm sure. That's that's not true. No no, no chance. <laughs> yeah, I'm, he doesn't. <laughs> I'm going to play Fortnite just, uh, you know, with, with my friends online. I don't have a second controller. I only have one controller. I don't want to play with anyone else. All right, let's get to the last one. Um and I still need to workshop this one a little bit, but it's nothing gets me more psyched up for a night of alone time with my favorite puzzle than blaring Nickelback's photograph and calling up all my exes. Hopefully tonight ends in less than one restraining order and me not spilling ranch on any of the pieces. <laughs> oh God. Uh, you know, fun. Well, it's not a fun fact, but it's a fact. But I, I thoroughly enjoy doing puzzles. Actually, uh, the ranch part is not true. Or the uh, what, what were you saying? There's a you're starting calling your ex Nickelback. Yeah, yeah, I mean none of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ranch is just so gross. But uh, 
Uh, that, that's my least favorite part of that tweet, by the way, endorsing <laughs> ranch. Ugh. I say but, you go uh, with the squirrel one. It's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in on the squirrel one. The squirrel one is 100% my favorite. Well, of course you are, because that's the one that's most like, you know, yeah. Okay, that's the one that people are most likely going to know, oh, this is a joke. Well, I mean, who knows? I'm sure so, there's probably a web, website for squirrel watching. Yeah, it's <laughs> called Animal Planet. Well, yeah, different kind of, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's a channel, actually, but... Um, yeah, maybe we'll go with that. I just send them to me, and I'll pick one, and we'll have a good time on Tuesday for sure. At least you guys will. Two of us will. You, you and a squirrel. I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I always do, Dean. At noon, I'm gonna send you a message and be waiting for you to uh, post that bad boy. So and me, I'm just like in a corner, like no, uh, I guess <laughs> in the corner with your lewd fat head. Dude, don't why? Does anybody have a fat head these days? Are those still a thing or no? I don't think so. I don't think they are. You have you got a fat head in the wall there, Rangan? No nah, man, no 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 fat heads over here. If I had to pick one person that probably had a fat head, it would actually be Trav. I would think so too. <laughs> like, uh, like Tom Brady or something like that. I don't know who's why the it, why, I mean, dude, Aaron Rodgers, man, the go. Yeah, you have an Aaron Rodgers fat head? No, 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 Rodgers fat. I do have his autograph on a, a Green Bay Packers football helmet, and I have Brett Favre's autograph on a on a picture, and I have Paul Pierce's. So uh, three of my favorite. Oh players. gosh, oh, yeah, God. it's not like I have an autograph of from DeAndre Jordan on my forehead. <laughs> is this <laughs> the, is the the picture of Paul Pierce? Is this when he shot himself, or is this a different picture? No, no, it's he's like I'm looking at it now. He's dribbling my dribbling past Kobe in the finals. Actually, a cool picture. <laughs> We got to get out of here, boys. It was a fun podcast. I don't know. Did we learn anything? I mean, we learned that Tennessee and Tannehill are going to crush this weekend. Yeah, we also we also learned that, like, you're going to make a lot of money this weekend playing 150 lineups on all these slates I talked about. So, um, listen, we're going to have to, like, take notes on uh, – you know, I'm going to take notes on all the guys I told that we're going to do well and regroup next week. And if, if, if everyone wins all the money with it, we're going to have to do it again. Or – if we don't want to win all the money, then what happens? Yeah, we, Trav's going to forget about it and yeah, pretend that, like it didn't happen. That's how that life works. There you go. That, that is exactly how that life works, baby. Finish strong, Travis. Give, give me a final thought. Um, yeah, uh, final thought. I'm watching Melvin Gordon here right now. Fumble the ball on my other TV. And uh, my final thought is Austin Eckler. Massive game. Big GVP winner. Oh, why are you paying Melvin Gordon? Oh, what are you doing? Grant, you have a final thought? Can you top that? Annie Hill goes off for 400 yards passing. Oh, stop it. Stop really, it. What did he do last week? You're going to be unsufferable on Twitter if that happens. What did he do last week is like the worst retort for like a fantasy football argument. <laughs> I mean, he went for a 312. I mean, in full games he's played this season, he's averaging over 300 yards a game. And now he gets Tampa Bay defense. That's the podcast. We're going to finish strong uh, with Ryan Tannehill. I'm doing quotes over here. You can't see him. He's Grant. Uh, he's Mangone. I'm Dean. I'm going to be tweeting tomorrow. I'm not going to be enjoying it. We're out of here. Holler. Take it.